Welcome to Today Forward, a teaching ministry to help you begin living a life of victory starting today. Scripture says, forget those things which are behind and reach forward to those things which are ahead. As you hear the Word of God and receive your own understanding, you'll become equipped to put the past behind you and move today forward. And now here's Terry and Mitch. Terry, there's so many people out there that are hurting, that are suffering from depression, from anxiety. They have turmoil in their life through relationships. And we've been bombarded throughout our daily life. But we can be set free if we can come to the understanding why Jesus came here on this earth. We get a picture of that in Luke 4.18. So I'd like for us to turn to that right now, Luke 4.18. I want people to meditate upon what's being said here. God's demonstrating His love toward each individual, to all of us. And this verse tells us that. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. There's a lot of brokenhearted people in this world, Mitch. Mm. Their minds are are broken. Yes. From all the things that have been happening in their life. Through traumatic situations. Man, yes. Through war, through marriages, through just everyday life. We've all had broken hearts, but Jesus came to mend all that. Yes. He goes on to say this, because this is Jesus talking, to proclaim liberty to the captives. That's you and me, Terry. That's, that's every individual here on earth was held captive by that ungodly spirit that was controlling our minds, our thoughts, our imaginations, our emotions. He was literally holding us captive. And Mitch, we were born into this. We were born into this fallen world. Our nature is dead because, because of sin. Yes. All this brokenheartedness we're captives, but now, now the good news is, because that's what the gospel is. So Jesus was anointed to preach the gospel. This is the good news. Now he's saying, I'm recovering sight to the blind. Wow. He's revealing to us that we can now be set free. Because it goes on to say this, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. That's all of us, Terry. We're all oppressed by tragic events that have happened in our life. Jesus came to set us free, to send forth as delivered those who are oppressed, who are downtrodden. This is the words I wanted to get out here. Who are downtrodden, bruised, crushed, and broken down by calamity. We can be set free by the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Anyone can be set free. Amen. There is no circumstance in an individual's life that he can't be set free from. What Jesus is trying to set free is our mind. Yes. That's what he came to do. Because there's so many of us that are suffering from turmoil. There's so many of us suffering from depression and anxiety and fear. We're not happy. We're not happy in our marriages. We're not happy in relationships with other people. And we're using all types of avenue to gain happiness, turning to drugs and alcohol, and you you name it. 
But God came to set us free. Yes. The Son of God came to set us free. He's telling us here in this scripture that we've been set free. And the possibility exists for every man on the face of the earth who's ever lived since the cross. He has come to set the captives free. And the way you're set free is just simply believing that God loves me and that he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. And once we believe that, we can have eternal life with the Father. And Terry, this is where, at that point in time, we receive the Holy Spirit of God. When we're born again. Yes. And he lives within us. I don't care who it is. Once you believe and and accept Jesus' words, and you believe those words, you can be born again. You have the Spirit of God within you. And the reason we're emphasizing that Spirit of God within us is because there are so many spiritual blessings within that. So we're going to study this. We're going to go to Ephesians chapter Let's begin in chapter 1. Yes. (laughs) That's a good place to start. Before we move over there, I was flipping over here to John 3, 3. Okay. Jesus himself said these very words. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So we have to be born again. We have to accept this good news that yes. Jesus Christ came to this earth. We've been set free to have a relationship with God. And that relationship is through the Spirit, isn't it, Terry? That's through the Spirit. And that's what the book of Ephesians tells us, is that who this Spirit of God in us is to become more like Christ. We are three-part beings, spirit, soul, and body. Our spirits are complete when we're born again. Now this process of renewing our mind, our will, and emotion to who we are now in Christ has begun. Ephesians begins to explain to us who we are now. And what we're trying to set free is our mind, isn't it, Terry? Sure. And I want to start in one three, and help us understand the blessings we now have in Christ by being born again. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. I want to focus on this spiritual blessings that we now have in Christ. We now have living within us that invisible power to overcome what's been attacking our minds, what's been holding us captive, holding us in bondage. We can now be set free from all those circumstances. Because we have spiritual blessings living within us. Can I read you some of this from the Amplified? Yes. It's verse 3. It's the blessings, praise, be to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, who has blessed us. It's a done deal. He has blessed us as born-again believers in Christ. It says, with every spiritual blessing. Blessing given by the Holy Spirit. That's why it's so important to understand our relationship with God now is through the Spirit. What is so difficult for us to get our minds wrapped around is this spiritual blessing, the spiritual power that lives within us. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm. Because we can't see it. That's right. We can't touch it. We can't smell it. We can't taste it. We can't hear it. 
So therefore, it's hard for us to grasp that. That's why we have to read the Word and believe what we're reading. Oh, praise the Lord for the Word, huh? Yes. <laughs> and as you continue reading, we're going to jump down to verse 13, because this supports just what you're saying. It talks about the Holy Spirit. This is what sets us free. This is what gives us confidence and boldness and power and victory in our life. Verse 13, In Him you also trusted, after you heard the word of truth. That means the born-again experience. The gospel of your salvation, in whom also having believed. That means every individual, Terry. Yes. That believes. You were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Verse 14. Who is the guarantee of our inheritance under the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of His glory? It's God's glory. He has given us this guarantee that we can have victory in our lives now through that Holy Spirit that lives within us. And that's what we want wow. the listeners to understand, that they can now have victory in their life. Because of the blessings that are now in their born-again spirit. So now what do we have within us? The Holy Spirit of God. He is preparing us. Yes. To combat the lies. We have everything we need in our spirits. That's that spiritual blessing, yes. And now we're, we're preparing to do battle. That's it. So we need to know who we are. We want to become bold. We want to become this warrior. We want to understand that power that's within yes. us. Yes. Talks about it here in verse 22 that this power is in us now, or verse 20. Let's start at 17. Okay. Yeah, let's go there. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of Him. And why do we need that, Terry? In the knowledge of God. It's to understand that God loves us. That God has provided the salvation experience for us. That God has equipped us through the Holy Spirit to do battle against the lies of Satan so our minds can be set free from whatever has been troubling us and causing us to spiral downward and separated from the love of God. I think I'll just go back and read the last portion of this scripture in the Amplified. Okay. That he may grant you a spirit of wisdom and revelation of insight into mysteries and secrets in the deep and intimate knowledge of him. We have that capacity now, don't we? To understand the mysteries. To understand who God is. And why do we need to understand that? It's so we can have a victorious life, realizing there's now hope, where before we had no hope, we had no joy, we had no peace. So that's why we're renewing our minds through the Word of God. Yes. So that we can walk in these things, walk out that Spirit of God in us. We are now soldiers in the army of God. <laughs> I've heard that. There's an old song or something about being soldiers of, in the army of God. But we are. I'm thinking of the song, Onward Christian Soldier. <laughs> that might be the one I was thinking of. You remember we used to sing yes. all the time. And I don't think sometimes we understood what we were singing. Absolutely not. That we are soldiers in God's army now. That's right. That's right. And he wants to equip us. We've been equipped. 
We have to figure out what we have now in Christ as warriors. You know, we're going to jump ahead here to Ephesians 6.10 and talk about the armor of God. And you can be the best equipped soldier in the universe, but if you don't know anything about any of that equipment, you're a dud. The equipment we're talking about is the spiritual blessings we have. Absolutely. That's what the book of Ephesians will convey to us. There are these mysteries and these secrets. It's going to be revealed. Yes. And that deep and intimate knowledge of God is revealed to us through the word of Scripture. And Ephesians paints this awesome picture. You know, it goes on here in chapter 2. We once were dead, but now we're quickened. We're made alive. We have this power of God in us now. The Spirit of the Lord is just moving. It's awesome. Because he wants to set people free, Terry. That's what he ultimately wants to do. He's tired of people being in bondage to the lies of the devil. He wants people to be set free and have victorious lives. But they have to understand what they now have in Christ, that warrior that now is within them. He wants their eyes, like it says in verse 18, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints? He wants us to understand what all God has in store for us. And it goes on in verse 19. I was going to say, if you don't read that pretty soon, I'm about to explode over I know here. You are. <laughs> and this is that spiritual blessing, that invisible power that we're just That mystery. Away. The yeah. mystery. Yes. And what is the exceeding greatness of His power towards us? who believe according to the working of his mighty power, comma, yes, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead. That power, that same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives within each and every believer. Mm. We now have the Spirit of God living within us to equip us to be victorious now in this life. If we'll just yield ourselves to the teaching and leading of the Holy Spirit in our lives to give us victory to where we're no longer held captive. We're no longer in bondage to the things of the world. I wrote this in my Bible. I don't know where it ever came from or when I ever wrote it down. I've got these verses circled here, 20 through 23, but it's now in us the spirit of revelation, the spirit of God to reveal this for me. Yes. And for anybody who believes. That's why it's so important to be, to be born again. To begin to understand. Receive that revelation you yes. just mentioned. Yes. I just, I just pray that people who are believers will get a grasp of this and be able to share that with unbelievers so that they too can come into the light. Not through anything they've done, but through what God is doing through them. If that makes sense. Yes, God working through you. That's what we're ultimately wanting to do. That's how you get victory, is by the Holy Spirit working through you. Enlisting in the army. (laughs) Yes. Becoming that warrior. We're training ourselves up in the way we should go by reading the Word of God. Ephesians is telling us here, this is what's going to happen when you renew your mind to the Word of God. And the introduction here is simply to let you know what now lives within you, that power. The rich blessings of God that live within us. The Lord is not holding anything back from us. Nothing. He has given us everything. 
to be victorious in this life right now. If we'll just train our eyes and our ears to listen. The Lord always talked about having eyes to see and ears to hear. All those people who were there had eyes, physical eyes and physical ears. But were they seeing and hearing with the heart? That's what the Lord was trying to get through to to those people. That spirit of God. As you were talking there, it prompted this to my memory again, and that's 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 through 16. And I'm going to read, and we'll talk about this as we go along because it's so important to understand this. This is why we have the Holy Spirit within us, just what we've been talking about. Okay. But as it is written, this is Paul writing, Eyes have not seen or ears heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God, just what we were talking about in Ephesians, but God now has revealed that to them. Yes. But God has revealed them to us through his Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. Verse 11. This is why you didn't have any understanding previously. For what in man knows the things of man except the spirit of man which is in him? That's a question. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. We had no understanding of who God was until we received the spirit of God to enlighten us. And that's what it's saying in Ephesians chapter 1. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches, everything he has for us. He's written us a blank check. Yes. (laughs) The riches of his glory. Now we, that's every individual. That's Mm. what we talked about earlier, about salvation. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, you receive the Holy Spirit. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, The spirit of the world was what kept you in bondage. That's right. That's what the spirit of the world is, is bondage and fear and anxiety and torment and ugliness. But we've been set free from that. But the spirit who is from God, the Holy Spirit, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. The things, verse 13, these things we also speak not in words, which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches. That's what the Holy Spirit's wanting to do, is reveal those spiritual blessings to us, those things that we cannot see, that we cannot touch. He's wanting to reveal them to us, and the only way it's revealed is through the Holy Spirit that lives within us. That's why it's so important to understand our born-again experience, because it says this, comparing spiritual things with spiritual There's spiritual things out there we can't see that are affecting our our minds, that are affecting our situation. Are those some of those mysteries that we were just talking about? Precisely. (laughs) Isn't this wonderful how these scriptures fit together? Yes. You're in in, uh, 1 Corinthians 2, and now we read here in Ephesians, these same, it's being revealed to us, even as we sit here and talk about it. It's like a building block. Amen. The foundation is Jesus. That's it. Amen. (laughs) Verse 14, Terry. Okay. But the natural man, that's Mm. the person who has not accepted Christ. Someone who hasn't been born again. Yes. Does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. 
That explains why the, the person who is not saved doesn't understand godly things. He does not understand the spiritual things because he doesn't have the Spirit of God living within him. That's why we can never become upset with somebody who doesn't know Jesus. That's correct. We have to know who we are. This soldier or this warrior, so to speak, who is in us so that our love will show forth because Whatever this person says or does to you as an unbeliever, he's just in total darkness. He does not know the truth. But now the truth has set us free. The truth you know sets you free. And that spiritual warrior that is within us, just what you said, helps us to identify, identify the ungodliness that attacks our minds. When we can identify that, We're not held captive any longer, are we? We're set free because we understand now the spiritual things because it goes on to say this, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. The natural man. It's foolishness to them. Foolishness. And also, I want to emphasize this. When you are born again, you still do not have a a clear revelation of what all you now have. And that's what Paul is trying to explain in Ephesians at the beginning. He's trying to instruct them, train them, and tell them, these are the spiritual blessings that now live within you to set you free, set your mind free. You are no longer held captive because you have spiritual discernment now that lives within you, that the Holy Spirit that lives within you will set you free so that we are equipped to move today forward in our life. That spirit of revelation for us. Man, it's it's for us. But he who is spiritual, that's a maturing process though. Right. Judges all things. Because Mm. he's looking at it from a spiritual aspect. He's not looking at it from a fleshly aspect. Just like what you said, we don't take offense to what the ungodly say or the unsaved say because they know no different. Yeah, if they attack you for you sharing your faith, if you've done it out of love, out of the Holy Spirit of God that lives inside of you, and they flat reject you, whatever, take a swing at you, whatever, you react in love because you you have the high ground. You have the Spirit of God. You have these mysteries inside of you, all of these things. But it also helps you to identify the ugliness. Yes. The hatefulness. And we give no thought to that. That's right. Because we understand their condition. Yes. And when you understand a person's condition, you don't allow that to take residence in your mind to tear you down because that's the lies of the devil that's trying to do that, tear you down. That's that spiritual awareness we now have. I'm going to continue to read here. Yet he himself is rightly judged by no one because he's spiritual. (laughs) Verse 16 For who has known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? That's a question, Terry. We don't. We weren't able to instruct anything. That's right. We were lost and undone. We're a mess, as you like to say. (laughs) We're a mess. But we have the mind of Christ. And that's where all the spiritual blessings are at. In that born-again spirit that resides in us, the That's mind it. of Christ. That's it. What's left behind when you're born again is that physical mind, that 
physical mind now needs to be renewed to the Word of God. That worldly mind that that was holding us captive through all those terrible things that happened in our life from the day we were born until we were born again by the Spirit. It's that spiritual realm that we're now going to live and walk in, find out what we have by what's taught here in Ephesians. Ephesians.